Hey guys, what's up? What's up? It's your boy Terrell Primus, and you're listening to the Culture It Podcast. So today we're going to be talking to a female creative by the name of Maya Davis, a very talented woman. She's the founder of Udine Designs. What we're going to find out today is what is Udine Designs? Who is she? Um, and just find out more about you know who she is as a founder of her own company and some other things. What I do know about her is, you know, I met her actually, you know, um, a while back and it was at a, a fashion event actually called Rady Q. And one thing that I found out about her is, you know, she's amazing. And, you know, one thing is today's culture, um, we need a lot of more. And I want to just say black, you know, um, a lot of more young, you know, focused and, you know, driven um, women right now in the culture that is trying to do things. So, you know, let me just find out more. I'm, let's call. We're going to be calling in my Davis and find out just more about who she is, guys. Hey, what's going on, Maya? How are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing awesome. Um, well, guys, we're here today for the Culture Podcast, and we have Maya Davis on the line. So, Maya, what's going on? How's our How's your day, and how's everything going? Oh, well, you know, I'm just trying to stay productive and sane during quarantine. I hear you on that. I definitely hear you on that. Um, so, okay, so let's get right into it. Um, who, who are you from, actually? Um, I grew up in Rochester, New York. Rochester, New York. Yeah. Okay, 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 okay. How is it living in Rochester? You know, um, as a you know individual, you know, as I was saying earlier on, um, you know, the first time we met actually at an event, um, we spoke very briefly, you know, and being from New York and just being who you are as a person. Um, what do you do out there in Rochester um, as a, you know, as a creative and who you are as a person? Um, growing up in Rochester, creatively, I use um, dance as an outlet as well as art. Nice. Um, I, I was privileged enough to meet, um, to meet black adults who were living there passions for you know for a living like that's you know what they were doing they were dancing they were creating um they you know had their own art studios or own their own businesses um i do think that rochester has a great art culture okay um if you if you're interested in in you know in looking for it and getting involved it does have a really great art culture um so, yeah, I just, I was always active in something. And then further in high school, I got more into taking art classes outside of just what my high school offered, which, um, honestly, my high school program was very vast in comparison to a lot of other high schools in okay. my city. Um, we had a lot of options and I had a lot of access to, um, to some really cool, um, to some really cool things and some different mediums. But, okay. um... But yeah, but I definitely took time to learn some other skills outside of school from other black artists. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, 
you know, commuting as a, you know, I'll say, you know, as a young, you know, black entrepreneur, you know, especially a woman being in, out of New York. Um, I know speaking to you, you started your own textile and other things um, by the name of Udine Designs and stuff. So can you communicate to me first, what is Udine Design, if I'm saying it the right way, actually? Yes, you are. It's Udine Design. Okay. Um, Udine is actually, it's a family name that I just loved um, and decided to use. Oh, go, go. And, um, yeah, so basically where things started for me was I was working in the textiles industry and I was realizing just how much waste we were throwing out on a daily basis. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, just kind of looking at how much product that we would get in and it would almost immediately go in the garbage. And, um, I think the textiles industry is doing a good job of trying to, um, think of better ways to be more, um, eco-friendly in the beginning stages as far as dyeing and the amount of water use and, um, where they're sourcing things from. Okay. Um, but I don't think that people are really thinking about once it's made, what's happening to, um, to what we're making. So, um, in seeing that, I started thinking about what I could do, what, how I could utilize all of this product that I saw going in the garbage, knowing that I could take some home and do something with it. Um, and so, ironically, weaving and fabric painting, um, as well as pointillism, are all um, forms of art that I learned in high school. Okay. Um, and things that I really enjoyed doing, like when I started doing them in class, I would always kind of take them home and continue my work at home. Um, and I just found it very therapeutic. So these were skills that I knew that I had. Um, and I got to kind of enhance some of them when I was in college. So um, I decided to take home some of the product that I saw we were throwing away and create fabric paintings and tapestries and woven art Um as well as just whatever I could utilize, but trying to focus on making sure it was mostly recycled product. Okay. Um, if anything, but that's kind of where I started as far as Eugene Designs goes. Um, me needing to create outside of um, my nine to five, and but wanting to make sure that I was, you know. Okay, okay. Yeah, utilizing my resources, I guess. So, so as you said, you know, like, you know, in your nine to five, right? There's a lot of females right now that's going to be listening in, and especially the young, you know, up and coming entrepreneurs that want to get into whether it's fashion, artistic aspects of wear, textiles. How do you incorporate, you know, doing what you do right now while working a nine to five and staying, you know, I'll say focused or staying creative? in exactly what you're trying to do right now in, you know, your respected, you know, brand? Well, in, well, at this moment, I don't have an eye to buy, but when I was balancing the two, um, I guess it was more so about trying to, <laughs> trying to see where I could, where I could multitask a little bit. Okay. Um, and then, figuring out how how and when to sacrifice certain things honestly um 
when I would be, when I was at work, I would do my best to try and listen to podcasts that were related to either, um, to art or entrepreneurship or finances or just anything about, that would just give me some type of enlightenment as far as what I was trying to do. Um, at least while I was at work, I'd be receiving, you know, some type of knowledge that applied to what I was trying to do outside of work. And then as soon as I would get home, I'd honestly, most times I would just jump right into whatever I felt like working on. And I didn't put too much pressure on myself. Um, as far as picking up where I left off on something yesterday, I kind of worked on whatever, um, whatever felt good to me. Okay. Um, I kind of told myself that as long as I was being creative, it was okay. Because, you know, after a long work day, you know, I was just happy to be creative. I wanted to be productive, but I, um, I would kind of throw myself into whatever project or idea I had at the moment, um, knowing that I could kind of grow from it or turn it into something else. Okay, okay. Is there anything that you can say right now, you know, that you've learned in the process of, just not only just starting your brand, but anything that you've learned along the way as an individual? Um, that's a good question. Yeah. Um, I think, I guess number one would be to not sell yourself short, I guess. Um, I, I had a lot of, I tend to overthink things. I'm a classic overthinker and okay. I hesitate to, um, to sometimes when I get ideas, I'll start, I'll, I'll start the execution, but I'll hesitate when it comes to, um, a piece that maybe I'm not really confident in, or, um, you know, there were just certain strides that I wasn't, um, I didn't think I could take cause I didn't think that I had the right things in order yet. Okay. Um, and kind of took other people saying, no, you have everything that you need. Like, just go for it. Um, and I had to trust that I could just, you know, that I had the tools to to make something great. And it's just going to grow and get better over time. And I should just kind of trust what I have and okay. do what I can with it. But yeah. Okay, okay. Awesome. I know we had a great conversation, actually. Um, and one thing I've noticed when he was talking about is kind of opened my eyes on the business aspects of investment. And one thing I've noticed when it comes to especially, you know, our culture, you know, a lot of black individuals, especially going to school and women, you know, that's growing up, they don't know the importance and actually what investment is. Um, Can you um, just give a brief introduction, basically, of what, you know, investment wise, when it comes to investing or getting to investment, um, what have you learned or what have you been doing um, to get you prepared for that? Um, as far as financial investment, um, I, I tried to take advantage of every opportunity that came to me. So working for, in a more corporate setting, um, and knowing that my company had, um, access to 401k and things of that nature, I took advantage of those things. Um, I definitely read books finance books that are written by women, um, you know, personal finance guides, because those things kind of helped me see not only what I was doing right or wrong in the moment and where I was, 
but also what I could do next to better myself. Mm, okay. um, I definitely try to, um, I, again, pro- uh, podcast and all of those things. I got into apps. Um, a lot of the like quick financial tips that I've um, that I've gotten have come from from men and my peers. Um, but my actually my aunt is my financial advisor and she's been a huge help okay, she provided me with a lot of the books that i have um and a lot of the tools that i use um in my financial journey but okay. um but yeah i kind of i wasn't afraid to play with different apps like robin hood and e-trade i will plug them um they yeah i just wasn't a, i wasn't afraid to kind of um take a bit of the money i had set aside and and play with it a little bit and I definitely um tried to invest in things that I felt were they aligned with me and my interests where do I spend my money um how do I spend my time and my energy um how do my peers spend their money okay okay Um, that was those were kind of the things that I was paying attention to um and then especially just trying to um find and listen to other women who looked like me that worked in finance um that have made mistakes and were you know sharing their journey um all of those stories were kind of helpful tools for me along the way as well okay okay that's awesome i like that because one thing that i've noticed you know i have conversations a lot with you know my peers and other women that's in business and in fashion and different um algorithms but one thing that I noticed that's missing is a lot of the young females in our culture, they don't have somebody that they can just look to because a lot of the women that right now, they're older, you know, and through this podcast, you know, I, I want to, you know, let people know that there is other young, you know, women entrepreneurs that not only is in the place where they're at, but, you know, one thing about it is looking for, you know, women to, I can say, inspire the young minds you know of today the young entrepreneurs that want to be entrepreneurs and this is so important that's why talking to you today and you know all the young women entrepreneurs just even trying to start that you don't have to be 40 or 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 30 something years old or you know a certain age gap to follow your dreams or invest in you know what you're doing and i really marvel at what you're doing because your textiles and everything that i've seen that you're doing is you know, a lot of steps that a lot of these young females are missing out on. What would you say right now, you know, to a girl that, okay, you know what? She found this podcast and she's listening to you and she's at home and she's like, hey, listen, I want to start my own business or I'm talented. But what advice would you give her right now while she's at home? Because everybody's at home and trying to find some type of inspiration. What would you say to them to say, okay, you know what? This is what I believe that you should do as a young woman trying to start something, what advice would you give somebody that's listening, the woman right now, young woman, that's trying to just start something, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I guess the first thing I would say would be to invest in yourself like the, the easiest and best ways you know how. So things like taking advantage of social media, um, not just to kind of trial and error how to market yourself but also using it as a tool to learn from other people um i think that um networking as well Mm. um is extremely extremely important i think that i 
unlike many of my peers, really, um, I took advantage of my time in school to meet people, to, um, I took advantage of my student activities fee, okay? I got, (laughs) I got every piece of swag, I got every piece of free food, I went to every (laughs) seminar, I went to every speech I could get into if somebody was coming to talk i did um you know i met people in all of these different majors um and it's funny because people would always crack jokes and they're like oh you you can always find my in the cafeteria Mm. because people are where the food are like people are gonna be where the people are and i i can learn things from the next person or i can you know there's a reason why i knew different things about different majors and when i got out i had um i had connections with different people that did a vast variety of things okay. um, because I made those bonds and it's not, and they were genuine bonds, not just, Oh, I'll call you when I need you type of situation. But, you yep. know, I really met people who were very passionate about what they were studying and what they wanted to do. And some of them have gone down completely different paths, but still they're, they're utilizing what they learned. And um, yeah, so networking and building relationships with people is 1000% um, very important in your journey but definitely just because those those people are the ones who are going to support you in that journey in marketing yourself but take take advantage of those those tools the people around you and that those those things that are at your fingertips in your phone and on your computer like that's what's going to propel you forward the most okay okay that's really great advice that's because they definitely need to hear that um so for the people that just don't even understand, because, you know, everybody has a, I always say, a perspective on, you know, what you're doing. So to make people just fully understand who you are and what you do, um, what is the textile aspects to what you do? Because, uh, you know, people that's listening, when they hear textile, they might say, oh, OK, you know what? You know, someone's putting something up in the bathroom. You know, is the things that is on the ground. What is that? So what is, you know, textile in, in what you do as, you know, your art? Well, specifically with my art, I um, I identify it as fiber art because as far as the the specifics of the yarn and the fabric and the paper, all of that falls under fiber as far as oh. what I do personally. Um, but just as far as, because textiles, a lot of things fall under textiles. Exactly. Right? But, um, but realistically, as far as just the work that I do and what I'm working with, it does, um, it is textile art realistically so um but yeah I just I really enjoy color and and creating texture and patterns and you know just kind of creating what just something for the eye and something visual okay Um, but not just that but the process itself is just honestly um really really fun for me just trying to figure out what I can create with what I have, um, it's been really fun. Okay, okay. So the so the okay. So the Maya Davis of tomorrow. Say you know future wise and people that you know have heard this and as you grow, where would people say that they will see a Udine design or a textile just from you? Where would you see your your stuff actually being you know put out there? Um. Well, I in some in some ways i see it in like in anthropology or possibly um possibly in urban maybe in urban outfitters um 
especially my tapestries and things of that nature because it kind of aligns with their aesthetic already. <laughs> okay, okay. Too. It um it definitely does. I think what um as far as what I create, it's not necessarily what they're selling already, but they definitely um yeah. But, okay, okay. Uh, I guess in my in my head, I see myself more um as someone who either sells within my network or within the community, kind of working with um, either my own spaces or with other, um, with other spaces within my community. I kind of see myself serving myself in my own spaces. Okay. Okay. That's awesome. Um, Hey, or been off of this, you guys heard it here, you know, just in case, you know, she's open to it. Yeah. I am. I'm down, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm down, but I definitely do want to always, keep in mind and support um local local businesses and smaller and smaller businesses i like that you said that actually because it's so important because i always tell a lot of my friends that it's really amazing that you know they will go and purchase something from outside of the people that surround them especially their areas because small businesses really need you know our help and sometimes we kind of like overlook it i guess it's because just culture wise and media it's always thrown in front of our face brand and stuff like that, that we don't even take time to really look at, you know, our community. And, and I really, you know, admire that because there's not a lot of people thinking to reinvest, you know, um, RIP to the late Nipsey Hussle. I really, you know, I like what he did because as, you know, as an artist and, you know, he became very, you know, known right now in the public and, but he went back to his community and he opened up his store and I was reading, Not only this reading, I was watching um, a documentary on him, and I didn't even know that he hired a lot of individuals that came out of jail. And in a lot of people that he hired from jail, he hired them actually in their store to give them a chance because a lot of people that's coming out of, you know, the situations like that, they can't be hired, you know. And, and they can't find work, yeah. And they can't, you know. And I think that today's society, especially our culture, when I say our culture, our communities need individuals like yourself to create things that not only will open up doors for the tomorrow you know individuals are trying to start that's why it's so important that's what you said you know when it comes to the young female entrepreneurs that they need to know networking and understanding those you know those details of it and you know that's why you as an individual um you deem designs i think that what by what i saw actually you know um i've seen a lot of the stuff that you that you've done and just talking to you and seeing where you're trying to go in the future. I see so much, so much things going on. And this is why it's important that especially people like you, that people need to understand and find out more about you and having people not only invest in, I won't say just your dream, just knowing, because through this podcast, what I want to do is just basically open up, you know, a more understanding to people as yourself that, that's already moving and what they're doing, but also still in the process. I think people are missing out of the process of things. They see the finished product, but seeing the process of individuals that's building their dreams and building their brands is amazing. And what I would like to ask you, you know, I always ask every creative is what is the what is creativity to you? You know, everybody has their own perceptions on creativity, but I would like to know, you know, from everybody else also, um, what is you know, your version of creativity, what does that mean to you as a, as an artist creative? I guess creativity, if, um, because obviously I believe that creativity can apply to much more than just the art itself. 
Okay, exactly. Um, I think creativity realistically is about creating what you want to see in the world. Um, I think that that's, that's realistically what creativity is about. Um, and that's why I know you and I have had conversations in the past, but um, I think design is important for that reason because design is so much more than just um, than just um, you know a painting or you know a fantastic dress or a cool sneaker <laughs> yeah. or whatever. It's design can totally change someone's experience and their quality of life. Wow, that's real. It's really, really important to people's quality of life knowing how to, you know, how how something is placed or how 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 someone has access to something um, because of either a disability or um, whatever life challenge may come at you. Design is literally what's going to make the difference for that person. So it's so much more than a luxury, and I think that with um, with science and technology and art all of those things it takes creativity for us to hmm. to get these better outcomes that's real that we want, you know no that's definitely true that's definitely true and i like that you know because you broke it down you know to the best that i could actually you know even think of and design is basically you know part of our life without even knowing it you know about yeah. everything we do and when people start really paying attention to these little details i think that's where they really find more of you know who they are you know in today's culture and i'll say that's awesome you know and i really appreciate everything that you communicate in especially regarding everything that you just said business and also being inspired as a you know a woman creative because today nowadays i always you know specified that the females just need somebody you know to look up to you know a role model whatever because role models i don't believe have to be all celebrities and the misconception about that is like, you know, a celebrity is a role model, but no, there's actually people that's out here that's in your inner city that's even right around you that's doing amazing things if you just take the time actually to look into who they are. And, Absolutely. you know, and these small outlets is a chance to give a, a, a chance for you guys, especially to communicate that to everybody else, you know, and that's important. So, Maya, one thing, what, you know, if anybody wants to get in contact with you now, like, how would they get in contact with you if they want to reach out to you? So somebody's listening right now and say, hey, listen, I would love to know more about your products. I would like to know more about you. If somebody else would like to interview you, what is the best way of getting in contact with you? Um, well, I am on Instagram at Udine Designs. U-D-E-E-N-D-E-S-I-G-N-S. And um, my email is linked to that as well. I definitely respond to direct messages, so I don't have an issue with that. Um, but yeah, that's a great way to contact me. Um, as far as just just anything, I am I'm up for. Um, if you want to share ideas, I'm always down for creative conversation um, with new people. Honestly, because again, social media and networking. I'm, you know, I'm open for if you have any questions or anything like that, um, or interest in doing any collaborative, and um, yeah. Okay, okay. 
Well, guys, you heard it first, especially guys. She's looking. Um, she's open to conversations about creativity and, you know, and anything that will is connected to growth and, you know, and all those different aspects. So please, guys, if you're going to get in contact with our Instagram, please make sure that those guidelines <laughs> fits exactly because we know. <laughs> We know, I you know, say, it's, <laughs> yeah, I just love, I love sharing cre- um, creative, um, creatively images, inspiration, anything like that. I just, I love any type of energy like that. Good energy only. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Hey, well, we'll like to thank you. My Davis, for your time. Hey, guys, the creator of Udine Designs. Um, for part two, we're definitely going to be getting more deep into exactly Udine Designs, what she's working on, any projects she has coming out in the future. That's going to be on our part two um, side of our, you know, this episode. But we'd like to thank you, Maya Davis, and we look forward to a part two, getting to know you more. And everybody, please make sure and follow her on social media. If you'd like to get to know more about her, you already know. This is Terrell Primus, your host of Culture Podcast.